Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm right here, folks, man. I got this, yeah. Ankle Pickers, welcome back. Tuesday afternoon. Sorry we're coming at you late. Set the spread episode here for fight night. Islam Makachev, Tiago Moises. We're coming off of UFC 264 and all the events that pertain to that one. Got the usual group of suspects here. Reese in my upper left, Danny in my bottom right. How we doing, fellas? Doing good. Doing, I, doing better than Connor is. I'll tell you that much. How, uh, yeah, at least we're walking. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But yeah, I'm riding high off in a green night. Um, wish, wish Connor got the same kind of bump this week with it being his birthday tomorrow. But sadly, I think he's going to be spending that birthday in a wheelchair. Yeah, 33 years young. I, uh, Wonder Boy screwed me. I was all over him. Everyone who listens to the main programming knows I went down the toilet on that one. But Barely in the red because uh, our ankle lock hit, baby. Brad Tavares. Big time. So we're happy with that as well. 19 and 9 there. We'll get into all the events that are UFC 264 with our regularly scheduled programming coming at you Thursday evening. For now, let's jump right into next week, not waste any time. We've got first fight on the main card. Well, let's take a step back. DK coming off a win, moves to 9 and 10 on the year. Reese with a 10-9 advantage. DK won last week. DK won last week. Oh, this week, <laughs> lightweight. I'm sorry, featherweight. Let's start at the first fight of the main card. We got Gabriel Benitez and Billy Quarantillo. DK, kick things off. And I do want to, before we start, just say a quick RIP to this card. I'm looking at the canceled and fizzled ballots. I mean, the, we, we, we could have had Holloway, Yair, uh, obviously, Abubakar Namagomedov had to withdraw. Um, Herbert Burns was supposed to be on this. Guram Kutate Ladze, Odie Osborne. Yeah, Amir it's Obazi. a long list. A lot of good names, too. Max Holloway, Yair. Yeah, that's the big one. Um, all right, Benitez, Quarantil. Billy Q is a guy we faded in the past. He's not a bad fighter. I don't think he'll be favored here against Mowgli coming off of that Gavin Tucker loss. Um, Mowgli's a guy I see as a phenomenal kickboxer. Um, good fighting at range, has decent experience, fights out of AKA. Um, I am going to go with Gabriel Benitez. That is a weird – I don't know. I don't think he's too big of a favorite. I think I'm going to go Gabriel Benitez, minus 170. It's pretty big. I do like that line a lot, though, Dan. I'm going to go a little higher, I think. A lot of people are going to be, I think, thrown off by Mowgli's record here. But he's gotten sent through the absolute ringer. I mean, even from the very beginning, he started off uh, Andre Touchy-Feely, Sam Cecilia, who was – Pretty good back in the day. Enrique Barzoles, Sadiq Youssef, Omar Morales. I mean, they, they've kept him around through his losses for a reason. I think he's gotten a, a pretty tough strength of schedule here. 
coming off no, exactly what you just said i mean that's what i did two seconds ago when right before i said my number i clicked back into his record and then i was like oh yeah. that's weird because i it, like just threw me off for a little bit it's exactly exactly what, what i did because you wouldn't expect like he, it's scattered but it's there and then they threw him justin james and he obviously disposed of him quickly so I, i'm gonna go a little higher i've never been super high on billy q i know i believe he was ultimate fighter or contender series or maybe both looks like both <laughs> so i mean he's They've given him a lot of chances to get here. He's done well in the UFC until that Gavin Tucker loss, but I don't know. I, I think Gabriel Benitez is a phenomenal kickboxer. He'll be able to keep this at range, get a decision, or KOTK. I'm going to go 185. Minus 185 for Mowgli. I've got news. One of you hit the number. Uh-oh. Shares my last name. Minus 170, oh. Gabriel Benitez. Ding, ding, Bang. ding. Poha! Fuck! I thought he stole it from me when he went above. Dude, I I won't even lie. Now that I already lost that point, I was gonna put a two in front of it, and I retreated because I didn't want to give Dan that much middle ground. Poha! So this one actually opened up at Billy Q minus one thirty-five about two weeks. That's such a horrendous line. Interesting. And that recovered right quick. Second fight on the main card, middleweight bout, Adolfo Vieira and Dustin Stolzfus. Reese. Real, real quick before we move on, does that opening line have anything to do with Benitez moving down from two featherweight from lightweight? You moving up? Moving up? Was he a lightweight no, fighting moving with down? He's moving a down? lightweight fighting with feather. Right? Justin James, that fight was at lightweight. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's very possible. I, I think it was just a bad opening line. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Um, here's the problem. I think Hidalgo Vieira was looked at as a guy who could actually make a lot of noise, especially with his grappling prowess. I mean, you're talking a top five. I mean, Danny would know better than me, but top five jiu-jitsu practitioner worldwide, top ten. I mean, he's like up there with the best of the best that last performance was one of the probably the most eye-opening experiences he's ever had gassed out got sucked by fluffy hernandez it was just downright embarrassing i mean i there's no other way to to put it i i think that the lines can be a little lower because of it but i mean i i don't see how there's a scenario where he's the dog right i mean that seems a little bit that seems a little bit egregious. I mean, this guy on the other end, he can grapple, you know, Dustin Stolfus can, I'm looking at his record here, he's grappling and other promotions, but I mean, just lost a, a unanimous decision to Kyle Dawkins. I know that's the better Dawkins, but um, I haven't taken this one yet. I imagine Adolfo Vieira is still the favorite. Um, the question is how high can people trust this man's? after that embarrassing performance last time out 31 years old probably learned a shitload i'm gonna say it's hadolfo vieira minus 180 interesting i am not even on the same page as you must uh, I, I i mean but i guess i still am riding this vieira hype even though we saw him completely make a fool out of himself and gas and get tapped um 
but I, 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 like you said, he's still world-class. He's still one of the best finishers on the ground ever. Uh, I, I have a much bigger number than you. And now oh, I'm man. a little bit spooked. Um, the, the, my, my logic here was, um, I mean, we, we, we remember Vieira in his last fight. He was like a minus 500 favorite. Obviously, that's going to come down. Um, and then we look at Stoltzfus in his last fight, the loss to uh, Kyle Dawkins. And I'm seeing him at uh, like a plus 250 underdog. So, like, that's Dawkins, like a minus 300. I see Vieira at kind of the same price as Dawkins um, coming down from that 500 last time, but still is a pretty big favorite and now you're spooking me but i think i'm gonna stick right on that 300 um because i really think Vieira is gonna get a quick sub here and i know i said that last time and our listeners can call me out on it i think i called it a lock even though it wasn't our lock of the week um i i still have a lot of respect for Vieira, and i think he turns it around minus 225 Vieira. reese gonna take the point let's go what did it open at? I'm sure that retreated a lot. Only minus 210. Okay. Dan, the issue for me is just I agree with you. I, I like the area here. I just don't know how anyone could comfortably lay 300. You know what I mean? There's just too many question marks. I think that it provides an opportunity, though, because if he comes in here and just absolutely washes this guy, it's back to minus 500s all day. Is there a buy sub line out yet, Kobe? That should be the same as his line, honestly. <laughs> I agree, but it won't be. True. Uh, no, not out yet. All right. We'll look for that, listeners, because that'll be the only opportunity to play this fight for me. Just kidding. Vieira by sub, minus 105. Okay. I think that's a good play, listeners. We'll find out more thursday we're gonna be a day late on that as well we'll get you your content don't worry third fight of the main card lightweight bout jeremy stevens and matus gamrot dk go for it this one is the fight on the on the card that i'm by far the most excited for um matus gamrot prospect that i really like part of that um what is it? I don't know. He's not Georgian. He's no, Polish. he's a he's Pole. One he's of the Pole. Polish power. Um, he's part of that Polish power kind of group with Jan Blahovic. Um, But he, he's awesome. Uh, in that fight versus uh, Kutate Ladze, he was awesome, even though he lost that close de- decision. And then Holtzman, he looked awesome as well. And Jeremy Stevens is a cannon. That guy's not to be taken lightly. But I think these guys are on opposite career trajectories. Um, I don't see how Jeremy Stevens can be the favorite here against the guy with as many tools as Gamrot and with Jeremy being 35 years old. Um, I'm going to go Matus minus 180. Ooh, Danny. I thought you were going to overshoot it. And give Matus a much higher line. So I I echo everything Danny said. Looks phenomenal against Holtzman. I don't look down upon that Kutataladze loss, even though I believe like 99% sure Gamrot was the favorite. 
I think he was a favorite. I think he was a big favorite too. I think it was yeah, like a, and the two hundred two in I mean, front of it. Yeah, people are starting to realize who Kutataladze is. He's a beast, and this this one's really tough just because the you have to ask yourself like Jeremy Stevens, although is again same type of thing like. But Aldo, Zabi, Yair, Calvin Cater, I mean, those are absolute killers. I mean, absolute killers. So, like, it's hard to really judge where he's at at his current age. And I believe layoff. I feel like we haven't seen him in a while. Eh, half a, a year. So, it's hard to really know where he's at. But there's no way he's a favorite over Gamrat. I mean, there, no one's going to make that big of a mistake. Okay, so now we're, now we're breaking down how big of a favorite is Gamrat. I'm going to say 210. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to put a two in front of that because mm. at 180, I'm probably licking my chops there to bet Gamrat would be my, I, I would think Dan would be with me. I'm not sure though. Minus 220 Gamrat. Boom. Reese, you're all over me today. Boom. Two, two one, Reese. Oh, ha, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> two, one, Reese. We got a women's bantamweight fight up next on the main card. Misha Tate in her return from first time fighting since 2016. And Marion Renau. Reese, go for it. I love that Gamrot line still. Sorry, I haven't changed gears. I just still am licking my chops. Okay, this line is like near impossible to really do. I mean... I think that there's gonna there's gonna almost have to be an opportunity here for value because I don't know how Vegas can comfortably make a line for this even. I mean, I was having the same problems while looking at this. You have a 44-year-old Marion Hanau who is a black belt in BJJ and is kind of just like a card filler at this point. I mean, she just lost to Macy Chiasen, she lost to Raquel Pennington, she lost to Kunitz Kaya, who we just watched get stouched. She lost to Katzenganu. But then she's beating Sarah McMahon from Triangle Choke. So it's like, I mean, that's a while ago. But I, I held Sarah McMahon in big regards. I believe she, I know she's always gotten, had issues with her subs, but I believe she was a minus, a significant minus, and, and Hano pulled it off. So, like, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this, this Marion Hano once beat Jessica Andrade, right? I mean, it's where is she right now? I mean, at 44 years old, you have to assume she's on a, a severe downslide but at the same time it's like in women's how big of a difference is it then on the other side you flip over right you have someone who could still be in their prime in theory 34 but we haven't seen her in what four five five years it's been five years since she's even had a grappling or mma bout so it's like what type of misha tate are we getting here i know i believe she had a child and that was part of the layoff and it just kind of continued but this is someone who was who was beating Holly Holm, who was beating, you know, who was, who I guess she got stoused by Amanda Nunes. But, I mean, she was fighting the top of the top. And so, like, I don't know how to, how to make this line. I just know that Misha Tate's such a name, and I think so many people are going to be clamoring to better. I think, I mean, she's got to be the favorite. I'm going to go Misha Tate minus 220. And I, I, I literally have no idea how to do this. I just know that Misha's got to be the favorite, you'd think. See, I, I don't know how you can possibly have Misha as the favorite. Um, hmm. 
I mean, I hear what you're saying, but we've got one of these fighters who's active and one of these fighters who, who like you said, has isn't yeah, but on a, five years. 40, so 10 years the senior and on a four-fight skid? It's not like she's walking in there and just, like, getting stomped. I mean, she's, she's fighting back. She's putting, on, she's putting up a fight in all of these. I mean, it's not like – I don't know. I see. I see. I, I see no possible way that there's a two in front of this. Honestly, I was thinking that Hano was going to be the favorite just because go she's Hino. more active. Give me a shot. Go Hano. I'm. I'm just going to go even. Give me the even money. Um. I and and yeah. I I, I don't know. I think that if Hano's the honestly, if Hano's the favorite, I'd be shocked. And I know there's a five-year layoff, but Tate was a ginormous name, and to be ten oh, years the, the, the biggest, I just ten th- years younger than a nine-seven-and-one forty-four-year-old. I mean, I know Hano's been active. I know she's on a, a four-fight unanimous decision losing streak to some kind of big names, but like, I almost if it's even, I almost would rather just take the chance that Misha Tate is it can walk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I just. I don't know how you find value in this one where there's so many unknowns. It's just, I don't find value. I just think that there's so many unknowns that at when the, it's all said and done, you're, we're going to look at each other and be like, how did we not bet this? You know what I mean? Cause this line's just too hard to make. I get you. No opened as a favorite. That was three weeks ago, minus minus one thirty-five, but it's flipped. It's now minus wow. one thirty-five. Tate. Okay. Okay. He's going to take okay. the point though. Poha, poha. Yeah, no, you deserve that point. I was off. I was off. I, I don't know. Might have been uh, a lot of unknowns. It might have been. It's a lot of unknowns. It might have been an old time. Like I love Misha Tate. I also really did think that people, similar to what they have, I just thought it'd be significantly more that people would be hammering Tate here. I mean, people are going to be looking for a spot to bet Tate. They basically gave her one. You know what I mean? I mean, a, a nine, seven, and one. Well, you'll have that opportunity this week. That's for sure. Lightweight main event. Somebody we haven't seen in a long time. Islam Makachev and Tiago Moises. DK, break the 2-2 tie. Islam Makachev, Tiago Moises. Uh, It's Islam Makachev, how high? Literally. Islam... Islam against Drew Dober, which was, I think, the last time we saw him. Yep, last time we saw him was a minus 400 favorite. And, I mean, at, at no point did he look in trouble at all in that fight. He was dominant from start to finish until he got the, the sub in round three. Um, same same favorite in the in the Davi Hamos fight. Um, only minus 350 in Armin Sarukyan. Interesting. I don't see how it's 400 or, or less again. It's got to be above there. Um, I mean, we're coming off of a ridiculous line last week, Sean O'Malley. I think that ended like something like 1,100. I don't think this goes all the way up there because Tiago Moises has fought in the UFC before. He's not a Chris Moutinho debut scenario. And, and it's not like he's just some can. Like, Tiago Moises is – I mean, in all res- in all respects, a good grappler in his own right. I mean, it's it's interesting that I'm about to put 
such a big line against him, but I'm going to go all the way up to Islam Makachev minus 650. Oh my God, you put me in a blender here. I mean, literally, is exactly what you said to a T. It doesn't matter who's standing across from Makachev. The question will always be between Danny and out between Danny and I, how high? I mean, I just know that's where we're at. I, I seriously think that if you said it's Islam versus Poirier, it's Islam versus McGregor, it's Islam versus Gaethje, I seriously, I'm. This is not hyperbolic. I really think that we would be talking about Islam minus one. I mean, I think he's the he is the best lightweight in the division. With that being said. Anything could happen. I, 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 I find it hard to, I mean, like you said, Moises is a great fighter in his own right. He trains out ATTs on a three fight win against good names. I mean, I mean, Michael Johnson's been a kind of a scrub, but like Bobby green, Alexander Hernandez, who I don't like, but we just talked about him beating Vieira. I mean, there's, I could see there being a value play here, but I I was seriously right there at the six, like high fives, low low sixes. I'll go uh, five eighty, and I could easily see this being fucking eleven hundred. I just also could see this being four hundred. Moises is a good fighter. I'll just go five. I don't. I don't see the. I don't. I don't. With looking at his past lines, got to be above four. That's our right? starting point. I know, but it has Moises, to be above four. Yes, but quickly. You look at Moise, like if you look at his other fighters, like I mean, I would put Moises in a similar group to some of the. Yeah, you're right. It's it's hard to put a line on this. I don't know how to. I'm just gonna go 580. I'm right there with Dan. I mean, 650 could be on the button. It could be 800. I, I literally don't know. This one's gonna be tough to swallow for one of you because it it really just comes down to whoever goes second. Sometimes oh, minus shit. 600. Let's go, Poha! 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 You got to think when it's 600, 650 couldn't be. Oh, I mean, I'm feeling point, good. It opened minus 500. It's come up to 600. But that yeah, was a swing. When you put the six in front of it, I'm like, oh, I just fucking choked this bitch. Let's go, Pohaska. Fuck. Uh, I would like to thank, obviously, God for this one. I would like to thank uh, Gilbert Burns, even though he screwed me last week. The Pohas for you. I also would like to thank my opponent, Danny, for coming in here ready to game. You put it on me. Round five. I love it. I, I'm glad I edged it. Thank you to our host as well for allowing me to continue my success and not going to a tiebreaker where he throws it. I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Can I get a Poha? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.